Welcome in to The Wrap here on NRM Streamcast. Tom Azaway and Clarence Black in the house today right here at the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios in Farmington. We made it to a Friday, a Friday. You know what? It seemed like a, I don't know, it was a weird week for me, CB. I don't know. It was, first it started to go slow. Then I'm like, wow, it's Friday already. Yeah, it was. How's, it was. Man, you it was you just, had a rough week too, you know, with with the yeah. You, you had know, some was, things going semi, on. Semi sick and and you know trying to deal with some stuff with my kids. And you still got that 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 throat. Yeah, a little bit. My little my AI. I Is call it, it my AI. Yeah, you got your Allen Iverson. I call my boy like, yo man, uh, well, you know what I'm saying? It's hey, like, hey, D Mac was gonna be here today, but uh, something suddenly came up. He couldn't make it. I think he's chasing his Yorkies down the street right now. I think one of them got loose. Can you pick, picture this? Darren chasing a little Yorkshire Terrier. Bro, I would pay cash money to see McCarty running down the street Damn. trying to catch a dog. I would love like, I would to see that. I would pay cash money. It would be worth it to actually have a like a sofa and sit and watch him trying to catch it and not help him catch it. Hey, we planned a special show for Darren today. You know, today is the 24th anniversary of his teammate Chris Osgood scoring a goal against the Hartford Whalers. Now are now the Carolina Hurricanes, by the way. The Hartford Whalers was one of my favorite uniforms. It was one of my favorite logos. The Whalers. The Whale. The Whalers. It was just it was just perfect. People love that logo still. And when I, I went to that rink back in the day in Hartford, I want to talk to Dan, uh to uh Ozzy about that. And they used to play this great song called The Brass Bonanza after they would score a goal in Hartford. It was kinda cute, kinda sweet. People will call it corny, and we're going to try to ask Ozzy about that and a whole lot more, but we got lots to talk about with him. Hey, listen, man, my L.A. Wildcats, it's not looking good. We suck. Oh, the XFL? Bro, we suck. The XFL still going on? I'm we joking. Suck. I'm joking, man. I am joking. Hey, L.A. is 1-3. They play the 1-3 Tampa Bay Vipers. Uh, we're talking XFL now. St. Louis Battle Hawks are packing the the Edward Jones Dome. It used to be called the Edward Jones Dome. Yeah. I don't know what they call it now, but they've this year, this week, they opened the upper deck because they were just selling lower tier seats. Now the upper deck is open in St. Louis. That's how many fans love their football. Yes, many people in St. Louis. This is good. This is good football. What's glaring about it? They are missing star power. Yep. And they are missing personalities. And it's it's ironic that the football last time around it was they had the personalities, but the football was bad. You know they had he hate me and Tommy <laughs> Maddox, and so yeah. the show was actually interesting. The football was horrible. Now it's, the football is is it's good it's, football. It's very good. But you got you don't like I don't know anyone. You, remember Major League? Like who yeah. are these effing guys? Like yeah. I'm looking at my Wildcats and I'm like. Like, who are these dudes? I mean, and every now and then you're like, I think I remember him from uh, – so it's going to be real interesting to me. I told you, man, it's going to be – Vince is not going to – here's what I love about Vince. Vince don't do nothing in the middle. And I think right now he's going to do something. He's got to do something because in a little bit, guess what? In a few weeks he's up against the tournament. Oh, yeah. And then that's a wrap. Like, I hate to say it, but, dude, you're you, – when the TV industry shuts down out of respect for March Madness, that tells you how powerful it is. Amen. When everybody's like, you know what we're going to do? We're just not going to make any TV for a month because you guys just 
got this tournament on the brain. They they lock it down, no question about it. Am I still on the air, by the way? I can't can't hear myself anymore. Anyway, the Guardians and the Dallas Renegades. That's at Dallas. Seattle at Houston. Houston is undefeated, four and zero. Yeah, for those roughnecks. So uh, I know the the attendance, the television viewership has gone down in the last four weeks. Uh, it started off three million people, then it went down to like two million, then it went down to like a million and a quarter. I think it's down to a million now. But it's, that's also people are still watching. But that's also rough too, though, man, because nobody's home. I mean, you work your whole work week. Saturday, you're not trying to be home. You got stuff going on. You're either out or your kids got games. Or I mean, it, it's it's tough. And then if you are also a college hoops fan, like I told you, bro, I wasn't missing Maryland State to watch XFL. I wasn't. Right. So even though people could say, okay, statistically the time of year would be great. I, see, I think the time of year they need to play is right when the finals ends right through the, the either training camp or the first preseason game. Because you can go, let's see what, we're talking about mid to late June through mid-August, late August, because those preseason games are still kind of... Yeah, they'll watch them. It's NFL. I think maybe they overshot thinking like, oh, this time of year, right after the NFL, we're going to come in like hotcakes. And I think you're finding like college, man, like college basketball owns this right now. It, they do. This is their time of the year. But... It worked for the USFL. I think it can work for the this new XFL. I think they should just change some of the times of these games, and and yeah. I think next year they will because Saturday afternoon, uh, yeah, maybe put one game on on a Saturday, but there's not much viewership. I don't no. think on a Saturday. I think Sunday is still got to be Sunday. Football. I would think maybe a Sunday night game. Yeah, maybe a Sunday night game. Well, and remember, then you're, you're apt to be Saturday is everybody's due day. Yeah, like if absolutely. you're gonna if you are leaving a house, let I me mean, think about it, man. You work all week, and again, remember, you work all week. Saturday is your all right. I that's either your date night with the wife, or that's your whatever your your with your buddies or whatever it is. Everybody's due day is Saturday. Kids or whatever it is, single or not single, family no family, man. I don't know many people who are literally sitting at home on a Saturday. Just that's a fact. So to me, though, cleaning Sunday, the house, yeah. So I'm like Sunday, yeah, I got it. I'm, I'm bro. Sat, what's we got gymnastics, we got baseball. Like I am never sitting around on a Saturday. By Saturday and by Saturday night, man, my, my wife is gonna be like, yeah, let's watch the XFL. <laughs> I think night games are the way to go. Maybe a sprinkle a day game in. I, I would, I would like a Monday night game to tell you the truth. I love it. I would like it. And you want to know what? I wouldn't mind a Thursday night game. Yeah. Another so maybe, good idea. maybe one on Thursday, one on Saturday, yeah, NFL one schedule. on Sunday, yep. one on Monday. Yep, that's and brilliant. I th- and I think they'll change it up next year. Thursday, so Thursday night, Saturday night, yeah. Sunday night, or Monday su- night, yeah, or Sunday day, Monday night. Yeah, you sprinkle one day game. See, in I there. would say get rid of Saturday. Take yeah. Saturday out of the equation, man. Just go Thursday night, Sunday, Sunday day, double header, Sunday night, yep, day night, and then and Monday, Monday night. I like that even better. And you're not competing. Now, it won't be Monday night because Vince won't compete against himself because he's got WWE. Oh, yeah. So maybe point. maybe you go Tuesday night. No, 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 no. Okay, so not Tuesday night. So then you just stay Thursday night and then Sunday, Sunday night. Yeah. And then try and take Sunday back. Eventually. Idea. Once March Madness ends, and we'll see how that goes, right? <laughs> By the way, last night, Michigan – uh, played the JV. They played Nebraska last night, so they beat them 82-58, and uh, they look pretty good doing that. And they'll play Sunday 
against Maryland, the top seed, of course. I tell you what, in though, the Big man, Ten. It, so first year, but bro, Fred Hoiberg can recruit. But he did at Iowa State before he left. He is going to do something with that program. Just give him, give him, give him a couple years. Nebraska is going to be legit, man. I hope you're right. Nebraska's I don't, don't want to see no, anybody oh, no, get dude, stomped on. It's going to be, but it's good for the Big Ten. But Nebraska is going to be. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, "Well, what is he going to do in Lincoln?" Like, dude, you've been to Ames, Iowa. I've been to Ames, Iowa. I ain't going to Ames, Iowa. <laughs> and he built that thing in Ames. Yeah, so I would say it was something. You tell me, you can build it in Ames. You can build it in Lincoln. He's a hell of a coach, and they're going to be fine. It so was senior night. Beat uh, up on them now while you can, bro. Senior night last night, so they say goodbye to John Teske and Xavier Simpson. As well, uh, Austin Davis was a senior, obviously, or awarded a fifth year of eligibility by Jawan Howard on Wednesday. So it'll be Michigan and Maryland on Sunday. And then, of course, the Big Ten tournament will start it up. And from there, you're into uh, the big boy tournament. Yeah. And the seeds and uh, Joe Lenardi's got all his stuff down. He's got Michigan State now as a three seed. Michigan right now is hovering around a six seed. That's about right. That's about right. Maybe I mean, even worse. Big, I don't even think they're that it's, that high, but it is it's okay. so hard to figure out the Big Ten. I think trying to figure out the middle of the Big Ten is got to be complicated, just because these guys beat up on each other, and you just it's a any given any given day. So trying to figure out, man, how do you place that, and how do you work those guys out? It's crazy. All right, and uh, we'll continue here. Let's see what else we got here going. All right. Chris Osgood supposedly joining us here in just a couple of minutes. This is the 24th year uh, on his anniversary where he scored against the Hot Foot Whalers. Speaking of those Red Wings, they are obviously not doing well. They've lost six in a row. Their last win was my birthday night, February 18th, when they beat the Canadians. They swept the four-game series against Montreal. Uh, but they have a minus-121 goal differential right now. That's the worst in the league. They have the worst record in the league by 20 one points right now. That means the LA Kings are 21 points better than your Detroit Red Wings right now. And last night was uh, the last piece of the Joe Louis Arena came down. Uh, last night they took down the big one of the big poles, and uh, it's got nothing left of it, man. There's nothing left That's of it. It's sad, man. I, it, you know, same thing going on in the Palace. And uh, oh, I hate you know, seeing I, it there. I put on the Instagram, you know, and I saw that, and it just it it. It hurts you as a fan, as as a kid. I mean, it feels like part of your childhood's being ripped from you, you know. And I think of Chris Osgood. I think of the Joe. I think of games at the Joe. I think of things they did at the Joe. And it's like, you know, LCA has no spirit to it. Not yet. Not yet. You know, but it's it, a good looking rink. It's a fun rink. But you got to earn that. And that's the thing. I think the Palace, like, because literally they build it, they go in and win the title. Yep. I mean, that just that's rare. That's rare. Same thing with the uh, who was it? Vegas, the Golden Knights, right? Golden I mean, Knights. brand new. They're playing first good again. Year, first year, brand new building. You go in and you christen it with a, a cup run. LCA has not had any sustainable. I mean, the Pistons were an eighth seed, but I mean, it it doesn't know. It hasn't experienced this town being. It it doesn't know hockey town. This ain't hockey town no more. Well, they're trying to make it hockey town. These uh, and I got to go to the game the other night. Uh, against Colorado. I know a lot of Colorado fans, by the way, uh, in the building. It, it was a very good crowd, considering the Red Wings are dead last in the NHL. And I want to talk about this game and a whole lot more with our good buddy, Chris Osgood, who was very nice enough to join us. Ozzy, what's happening? You're on with Tom Mazaway and Clarence Black. How are you, buddy? I'm good. You guys are talking about 
talking about the uh, LCA. I'm driving down there right now. We are. We're talking about that right now. We're, your buddy Darren McCarty uh, yeah, was supposed to, say, to be here with us. Ozzy, you got a you got a beeline backtrack to go help McCarty find his dog, man. Yeah, supposedly his dog got off the leash or something. You believe that? Yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to. Max needs a tracker on the dog and himself. <laughs> yeah, he does. We know that all too well. We know that all too well here. Hey, man, twenty four years ago today, Chris. I'm going to play this video clip. You're going to hopefully get to hear it uh, on your phone. So let it rip, folks. This is from Hartford. Chris Osgood. Ah, the good old days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Quarter of a century ago. How about that, man? <laughs> Crazy. 24 years ago, Ozzy. Man. Yeah, ridiculous. It's unbelievable, man. What? And that's a one-goal game, and you're flipping the puck down there. That's why I used to take chances. <laughs> really, you know, step outside the box and live crack crazy lifestyle. No, that was those are great moments. I got a lot of people sent that to me yesterday. I, I love seeing all the guys that I played with. You know, you know, Iserman is there. I know. You know, obviously. Um, that, you know, that's what the memories are about, the guys you got got to play with. And moments like that, I mean, those are things that are cool. No doubt. Chris Osgood joining us here, uh, Red Wing goaltender, extraordinaire, Stanley Cup champion, and Fox oh. Sports Detroit, of course. You got, you're got doing really well on there, uh, Ozzy. How you liking it, TV I like, star? I like the extraordinaire. I've never been called an extraordinaire. You are. That's what you are. We love you here in Detroit. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's... it's, uh, it's it really, it's, I get a chance to work with. I mean, Mickey Revan's awesome. Uh, mentor to me, so we had a chance to learn a lot from him. Ken Daniels, to me, those two are the best in the business. They are. Uh, the National Hockey League. Um, we're so lucky to be able to listen to them on a nightly basis here in Detroit. They're fantastic. Uh, John Keating, he's a beauty. <laughs> so I got a chance to work with a lot of guys. But, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. The Wings are having a down year, obviously. Uh, so you try and find positive things still, and a lot of that is both young guys and moving forward. You know, people ask me a lot of times, how many more years, how many more years? Well, it's hard to tell. Uh, you can't really put a number on it. It could be shorter. It could be longer. Um, when I was listening to you guys, that's a good point. I, I really think that rink, when their playoffs are there in April, one day it's going to be outstanding. you got everything outdoors there. Um, the concourse is, is ridiculous. I think you're not going to really see the true – potential that facility until there's playoff either hockey and some long basketball runs but i think it's built for that i think it's going to be great it's just hopefully it happens sooner than later I was sitting uh, watching that game, and I was sitting next to Kirk Maltby, who was a who was a Wings uh, uh, scout. So he gets to go to all these games, and I'm yeah. I'm, I'm sitting next to him. And I'm watching him watch the game, and I hear him cursing under his breath. You know what the hell are you doing? But you know what? They played hard, and I asked him about about LCA versus the other arenas he's been to, and the only arena he hasn't been to is Edmonton's new barn. He says this yeah. one blows them all away. Yeah, this one's for um, sight lines. I, I know the one seat, some of them are behind the gondola there, but the seats, um, sight lines, the, the concourse is outstanding. To me, the best in, in the business by far and away. I just think, you know, they've done pretty good for fans this year. I believe they're seventh in attendance, which is remarkable, or sixth. Um, but 
but I, I really think you're going to see the full potential of that facility when they're playing playoff hockey. Um, the fans still come. They're excited. Uh, hopefully they can get that number one pick. Uh, Lafreniere is a really good player. He won the MVP as an underage at the World Juniors, so that's that's an outstanding accomplishment for a young player. Um, you know, but it's hard. Jack to New Jersey, he's number overall pick. He's been struggling in Italy, yeah. so it's a difficult league. So, you know, I, I, it's exciting that you get the first pick, but I don't want people to get too excited and think right. all of a sudden they're going to make the playoffs next year or the year after. It still takes time. It's only 18, but they got a ton of young players. Siders coming up. Um, eventually they're going to have to find a goalie, obviously. Um, but they, they do have some potentially very good young players coming up. And then when that happens, when you get a lot of picks, you get a lot of prospects, you're able to make those trades that you want to make for veteran guys to make your team better. So, you know, as painful as it is right now, I, I think it's necessary. And I think it's going to expediate where they want to get to. And hopefully, like I said, sooner than later, would make my job a lot easier. Yeah, it would. Sure. <laughs> hey, Chris Osgood joins us here on the wrap. Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black in the house. Ozzy, tell me one thing that you know. I, I guess what's what's one thing you could not have imagined in terms of you know maybe the way that this town has has treated you. I always tell people, man, it, in Detroit, like if you are a champion here, it's different than everywhere else, man, because it's just you become an instant icon what's what's the thing that has shocked you most well, about about your post-playing career in terms of just the well, way the fans engage you it's two two things one um and then some people say oh they're hard on quarterbacks and goalies yeah. you know all that stuff sometimes that's driven just because it's the cool thing to say or it's the in thing and i was when when i wasn't playing great and and struggling, the fans would chant my name more than they did when I wasn't playing great. <laughs> so they're the fans, they, they're very knowledgeable of the sports. Um, they know when things aren't going great and when they are going well and why. Um, before every playoff game, chanting my name, I mean, that fired me up. I mean, if you asked me then when I was playing, I would say, oh, it's not a big deal, you know, the standard stock answers that athletes give. But it did fire me up, and I'd be on the road, we'd lose a game, and Anaheim might come back. And whether it was a great game or I played great or I didn't or whatever, and it would fire me up. And it would be before the anthem or after the anthem. So, I mean, stuff like that is, is pretty darn cool. And something, it's a big part of the playoff run. I knew every time I played at home, I'd have, I'd have the fans behind me. And early in my career, I didn't. But in the end, uh, that was part of the, the, the jury. But in the end, them chanting my name, regardless of how I performed, and trying to, kind, of, kind of trying to push me to play well. And, and urged me to play great and that there behind me was such a cool thing. And it was a big part of that 08 run and the 09 run, uh, knowing they were behind me. And now I go around and, and people love the stories. All right, so, stories. so and, I, and I don't mind telling them. I, <laughs> um, I, I always, you know, I was shy when I was younger. I tend to talk a lot more now. Um, but I like going to like a coffee shop and talking with some guys about every hockey, telling stories. And the, the people like it. I have no problem and I coach young kids hockey now, which is different. They, most of them don't know that I play, which is uh, which is fine. But their parents do, and they like to hear stories. And, and uh, I enjoy it. That's part of being an athlete. And I think some of the young guys, you know, I, I was talking to them on the Red Wing player, and I said, you guys got to realize, it's never as bad as you think it is. It's never as great as it is. These, these kids love the Red Wing players still. You know, there's a little down on themselves. It's tough being a Red Wing right now. But man, the people are still buying this team. They want to see them do good, and I feel like they're ready for this jury the team's going to take. It's going to be the 
me some tough times. But in the end, like you guys are talking about, man, when there's that first playoff game down there at the LCA, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be outstanding. Can't wait. Chris Osgood joins us here on The Wrap. Uh, before we let you go, Chris, uh, there was a lot of talk about you know, f- retired numbers, and Sergey Fedorov's number, 91, always comes up. Uh, what's your take on Sergey? Should he be up in the rafters? Or how about the whole Russian five? Just put them all up there. I think, I, honestly, I go to Montreal. There's a lot of jerseys retired in Toronto. I think Detroit might be the hardest yeah. to get your number retired by. Um, it's a high, high standard, which I think is good. It means something if you're up there. It means more than... A lot of other teams. I mean, I see Brett Hall's jersey retired in Arizona, or Gretzky can use the coach. It's ridiculous stuff. I mean, I, I like when I look up and I see the guys that are hanging from the rafters at the LCA or used to be at the Joe. Those guys are superstar players. There's Hall of Famers that play for the Red Wings that aren't going to get up there. Right. So it's, it, it, it really is, to me, a place that might even be more Hall of, than the Hall of Fame to be in the Raptors in Detroit for the Red Wings in the original 16. It's real darn difficult, and Sergei is a great player. He's a generational changer to me, along with the Russian Five. Of course. Um, maybe there's a ring of honor. Um, yeah. So I think he should be retired. I mean, obviously, I'll sound like that. Well, it's not up to me, but I'm not. I'm joking. I, I, know. I do think he should be, eventually. I do think he should be. Uh, this guy was a star player. He was a big reason why we were successful. Um, his circumstances, we've seen the Russian fight move and how he got here. Amazing. Um, he transcended the game. Yeah. Iserman was the, the driving force. Sergey was the guy that also, um, talent-wise and everything, uh, and what he brought, different than Stevie, for sure, but a big part of that still. And to me... Yeah, you know what time does. Time always changes minds. Right. So I think eventually, yeah, you're going to see 91 raised to the rafters there at the LCA. I think I, 30 I, should be up there. I honestly do. I really believe that. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see 30 hang up oh, there. I mean it. 30 could, be ra- 30 could be raised in a lot of buildings around Detroit. There you downtown, go. I like that. Detroit. But we can't put them up there. Sure. Um, we could put uh, your tie up there. One day. Maybe one day we'll see. That'd be awesome. I would love that. <laughs> we, hey, we could put yours and Keating's ties up there instead. How about that? I know Keating's got something ready for me. He's acting weird lately. <laughs> maybe, like maybe like a fake tattoo or something. He's got something on the go. I love fly it. With me. I'm not working the game tonight, but I will be working the game Sunday. But I sense okay. something coming. All so right. I gotta get ready. We'll look forward to it. Thanks a lot, Ozzy. Right, we appreciate it, man. Thanks, Thanks Ozzy. Take, take it Bye. easy. Chris Osgood, uh, yeah. Red Wings goalie extraordinaire and Stanley Cup champion number 30, joins us here on The Wrap. Good stuff, man. Good I stuff. I love it. Best part of that whole thing, he's like Mac needs his own tracker. He does. Need a tracker from Mac. I'll tell you what, Darren is out chasing his uh, Yorkies <laughs> around if you missed that earlier today. Otherwise, he would have been here with us. Uh, great stuff uh, from uh, Ozzy. And I do believe that building will be electric. And I'd like to see... Hockey Town written on center ice again. It's not there now. In the pre- it shouldn't be. Uh, why? Because it's not Hockey Town, man. It's it's Hockey Town. I know no, they call not. Minnesota Hockey yes, Town. Yes, it is. But we took the moniker Hockey Town, <laughs> and it was on the Joe ice. I think it should be on this ice. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking with it. You, you believe in your heart this Hockey Yeah. <clears throat> you believe this Hockey Town? Yeah, I do. I truly do. Who loves their hockey more than us except – Take the Canadi- Minnesota. Take the Canadians away. Boston. Boston's winning right now. 
Boston's winning right now. You don't think Boston is more of a hockey town than Detroit? No, I don't. You don't think Minnesota's more of a hockey town than Detroit? No, I don't. I really truly do nah, not. You're crazy. Hey, it's up to you. What if they wrote Black Wangs on, on the center? Well, that's different. Okay. Then I'm in, baby. <laughs> Black Wangs. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget the XFL. We can't let the XFL die. We've got to start watching it again. Get out there and watch your teams. I wish we had one here in Detroit. My Wildcats need Manziel, man. They need something. Kaepernick. They need something. Thanks, Clarence. Thanks, brother. D-Mac, we'll see you again, man. Get your ass back here. Catch those dogs. We got to get that tracker on Mac. Thanks thanks to Angel and Kelsey and Steven for putting this all together. We got another show tomorrow on the weekends. We've got a fresh show coming up right back here on The Wrap with Tom Mazzaway and Clarence Black. See ya.